When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 359. Mailbag number three, motivation. And a dream deferred is a dream denied, both by Roger Lawson of rogelawfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, your narrator of blogs covering health and fitness. I read to you from some of the most popular blogs out there, always with permission from the sites. All right, let's jump right in and hear two posts from Raj and continue optimizing your life. Mailbag number three, Motivation, by Roger Lawson of rogelawfitness.com. Quote, I haven't been into the gym in almost two months. I seem to have an irrational fear of going back. I have gained back a little weight since I was going regularly, and I keep thinking about how I was once a regular and how everyone who knew me from my frequency would only notice my lack of attendance and my weight gain, and it's kind of scary, yet I know it shouldn't matter at all. Any tips on overcoming stupid psychological blocks? Have you ever had any problems with consistency yourself? End quote. You're certainly right when you say that it shouldn't matter at all. The first thing you should do is stop being so down on yourself and simply ease your way back into a regular training routine. For whatever reason, life gets in the way and we find ourselves drawn away from the gym for more time than we'd like. When I first started lifting, I had a big problem with consistency. I trained for like a week and I think I was the baddest man on the planet and then take three weeks off and achieve absolutely nothing. Once it clicked in my big head that consistency was the key to my results, that problem took care of itself. It happens to the best of us so don't dwell on it and get back in there with a vengeance. The second thing that will help you get back into the swing of things is simply changing your mindset. I'm not sure where I heard this quote, but it definitely rings true in all cases. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change as well. Instead of feeling worse and worse the more time you spend away from the gym, try and put a positive spin on it to get your mind right. You've been out for two months? Well, then you're raring and ready to go, so there's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't go in there and tear up. Of course, after being gone so long, you shouldn't try and pick up where you left off, as that may increase the likelihood of injury. But mentally and physically, you are rested and are capable of great gains, so take advantage of them. 
The easiest way to solve your problem is to stop thinking about getting in the gym and just get back in there, even if it's just to do some cardio at first. By just being in that atmosphere again, it will remind you of your past success and will motivate you to get back on the horse and ride into the sunset of awesomeness. I remember when I took an extended break from the gym to the tune of about a month, and upon my return, I most definitely caught some lip from the regular crew, but I just laughed it off and got back to the business at hand. Some flack is expected, so just take it in stride, and if anything, use it to light the fire under your butt cheeks and lift some heavy weight. The time you lost is already gone, so to continue to reflect on it and use it as an excuse to extend your gym break helps the situation 0.0%. Think two months into the future. The time will pass regardless of what you do with it, so wouldn't you rather get back into the gym now and cut your losses instead of racking up four total months of inactivity? Hope that helped. Raj. A Dream Deferred is a Dream Denied by Roger Lawson of rogelawfitness.com. I recently came across a book by Chris Gillibo called The Art of Nonconformity, and to say it changed my life would be an understatement. The gist of the book is this. The life you lead is yours and yours alone. You don't have to live it carrying the weight of the heavy expectations that others place on you. I picked this book up on a whim, not sure if what I was getting myself into was more of what I was used to, another self-help book that simply repeated what I already knew. Unlike other books, though, it connected with me in a much different way. And not only did it show me a bit of the how, but more importantly, it also inspired me to do more, to be better. I bought several copies for family members during the holidays and even gave my own copy away to a friend as a way to pay it forward. I just wanted to spread the message. So of course, when I found out that Chris was hosting a summit in June filled with like-minded people, I knew that I had to go. Sadly though, the choice had already been made for me. World Domination Summit has now sold out. I was in the middle of writing a blog post when I found out the news, and it took the wind right out of my sails. So I shut down the computer and went to bed defeated. The next day, though, was a different story entirely. I sat there telling myself that while I'd missed out this time, that there was always next year. But the more I tried to convince myself of this, the more upset I became. What if there was no event next year? What if there is, and I can't make it due to unforeseen circumstances? No, I couldn't wait until next year, because I know that if I did, the chances of it actually happening were slim. Dreams and goals are funny like that. They're malleable things. The longer you wait to get started towards achieving them, the more that you begin to compromise, the more those dreams begin to change shape. So much so that before you know it, they're no longer recognizable to you. So I said, screw it. I bought my plane ticket to Portland. If it was going to happen at all, it was going to happen now. I have no idea how I'm going to get into the summit or even where I'll stay once I get there. But I do know one thing. There is a 100% chance of me not attending if I stay at home and sulk. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. What have you been wanting to accomplish but haven't made any headway towards for whatever reason? Be careful not to wait too long. Otherwise, you run the risk of losing the dream forever. Quote, what happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun or fester like a sore and then run? Does it stink like rotten meat or crust and sugar over? like a syrupy sweet. Maybe it just sags like a heavy load. Or does it explode? Langston Hughes. You just listened to the posts titled Mailbag Number 3, Motivation, and A Dream Deferred is a Dream Denied 
both by Roger Lawson of rogelawfitness.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So those of you longtime listeners know, a couple of weeks back, I was recovering from the flu. And that means I wasn't in the gym. It was funny, when I went to go see the doctor, this is kind of how the exchange went. Okay, so you know the drill, he said. Lots of rest, fluids, get some sleep. And then he pauses. And I could see him kind of looking at me up and down a little bit. And he goes, so it's obvious you work out a lot. No going to the gym. I chuckled a bit, even though my throat was killing me and it hurt. And in my scratchy voice, I said, thanks, doc. It's like you know me so well. So needless to say, I did take his advice. Uh, What kind of doctor would I be if I didn't follow another medical doctor's advice? And I stayed away from the gym for a full week. I don't remember the last time I did that. And I remember towards the end of that week when I started feeling like my normal self again finally. I thought, what happens when I go back to the gym? Is this really gonna suck? I started coming up with excuses for not having to go that day. Well, maybe it hasn't been long enough. Maybe I'll get sicker. And these are all ridiculous thoughts. I know better than that. But it was like I was finding excuses to not go back. I had to check myself. And I'm passionate about this stuff. I love to exercise. And I found myself finding excuses. And so I did exactly what Roger mentioned. I just went. And I said, even if I just do cardio, the lightest cardio, and I'm walking on the treadmill or on the bike, doesn't matter. I'll just do that. And sure enough, when I got back into the gym and smelled those smells and heard those sounds and saw those familiar faces, I was back. It didn't take much time at all. Now, I was careful, don't get me wrong. I didn't want to push it to the point where I feel like passing out or throwing up. I wanted to at least get through a workout, something where I'm breathing heavy and I feel like I accomplished something. To me, that was my goal for the first time back. And I did it, and it felt so good. So take that first step. That first step is always so important and what you'll realize is it wasn't that bad. And hopefully you'll think, not only was it not that bad, but wow, I am so glad I did it. Again, I know that's how I felt. All right, that's it for today. I hope you're having a wonderful week. Thank you as always for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with the usual Friday Q&A. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.